0: Welcome to this week's session of Spin on Golf. My name is Jordan Young. I am joined by Mike Faye. Another special Sunday night, lots of golf talk. Our good friend Brian Cairns will be joining us at the bottom of the hour from Oakmont with some of the participants. And our other good friend Sean Belisian is on the road heading southbound, hopefully very, very fast from uh, up north on vacation. So, uh, on to the topics,, uh, we've got a lot going on. We've got Olympic golf, we've got uh, women's USM, we have men's USM. We had some local events going on for us senior players. Uh, but wow, some exciting uh, stuff going on, Mike. Uh, just just ended playoff here on the on a PGA tour with uh, the St Judes, the World Golf Championship in Memphis. Man, there were six guys coming down here. I don't know which guy wanted to win, but uh, Mike hopefully you got a chance to see this this back nine debacle.
1: Yes, Jordan. Who wants to win? Once again, who wants to win? Who wants to again. take right a Right? Again, right? And, Unbelievable. Uh,
0: Unbelievable.
1: Abraham Answer made it happen, right? The first victory from on the PGA tour from a player from Mexico is that correct? Jeremy? Yeah,
0: correct. Fourth fourth uh, player to win from Mexico ever, which is uh, kind of hard to believe. But man, he's been due. He's been playing really good golf for a, for a long time. The guy's a solid putter. Smaller in stature, but hits it pretty solid and and just gets it done. And yeah, I think he moved up. I, I think he's 18th in FedEx right now with uh, 1376 and leading the pack. Small uh, Morikawa. 21 36. So, you know, I I just can't understand how, you know, I've been in the position where you got to shoot a certain score sometimes on, on the back nine. And it's certainly easy, but uncharacteristically, these guys are shooting 41 42. I mean, Harris English was 20 under par with a three shot lead on Mm -hmm. the back nine and he doubles both par threes and bogeys a pretty easy seventh or 16th hole. And, uh, you know, geez, he had a chance on 18 from about nine feet to get into the playoff at 16 under. And so he, he missed out. And then Deschambeau, I mean, man, he was all over the place on the last night. He shot 41. And uh, and Cam Smith. Cam Smith's in the trees on the last hole. And, uh, man, I don't know. I don't know what kind of shot he was hitting from TV. It looked like he had nothing. didn't look like he was punching under. He just (laughs) just looked like he was hitting a standard nine iron through this tree from 135 or so yards. And, of course, it nails the tree and goes out of bounds. So he makes double. And that guy had a record-setting putting week of 93 putts. Why not just chip it out? Why not just wedge it on the green 10 feet? You know you're going to make it. Getting the playoffs. So
2: not but He's sure. not sure. so good.
0: 18
1: putts in one round, right, Jordan? I mean, four chip ins in one round. Have you ever done that before? Have you chipped in four times? Uh,
0: not this host <laughs> of spin on golf, but there might be another one that, that I, has. I know I have not. A couple times maybe, but I think he did it three times in the front nine. It's a right So I don't know what I don't know what this guy's these guys were thinking. I, I, I've I've thought some crazy stuff for a long time. I've done some crazy stuff. Maybe these guys just had the, uh, Olympic, uh, snooze fest afterwards. The Olymp- I, I don't know, but very, very surprising. Uh, Matsuyama, I thought he was going to win. He had a massive lip out for about 18 feet or 16 feet in the first playoff hole. But, uh, answer stuff sit in there about six feet or five feet. And, uh, Sam Burns sticks it in there again, I think five feet or four feet. Answer makes it, and Burns has a massive lip out. And uh, there you have it. Game over. First one in wins, usually, right, Jordan? Well, I'd rather, I'd like to putt first from that distance. It's, I don't know. It just seems like a right. less pressure. <laughs> but, um, you know, we had the, the U.S. Women's Am as well. Uh, that concluded today um did. i saw the young girl yesterday she had a putt on the last hole she three-putted the last hole, i believe to to, to lose and not be in the final which was a little bit of heartache but uh a couple wildcats in the, in the final today mike
1: yes uh jensen castle versus vivian ho and what a battle i mean i I'm so excited about the future of these players. Uh, Jensen Castle was 63rd in uh, going into this as a seed, 63rd, and she wins. And wow. uh, that does not happen very often. She's from the University of Kentucky. She's actually from South Carolina. Plays for University of Kentucky. Vivian Hope plays for the University of Arizona. So two Wildcats in the final. That's 36 cool. holes today at Westchester Country Club. You know, uh, Jensen was talking about uh, in the interview after she won, she had zero expectations. She didn't have enough clothes because she didn't think <laughs> she'd be here. And also, that's right, she used the same golf ball for five rounds in a row. Come on, same golf ball?
0: Yep, cheated. How about that? Not the same brand or the same number. Not the same exact ball. That's unheard of. Mm-hmm. How about I, that? I, I had too many trees and cart paths. I used the same golf. <laughs> I guess when you're hitting fairways and greens all the time, it doesn't uh, wear off as much, right? Yes. Very
1: easy. exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, the U.S. What, women's.
0: What about the Olympics? I mean, oh. you know, I'm a huge Olympics guy. I love the Olympics. I'm proud of my Canadian girls for coming away with the, with the soccer mm-hmm. gold. Uh, I, I don't know i just couldn't get into the golf for the olympics i don't know what it is it just i hate to say it but i just couldn't get into it i know we had some some good victories uh but i I don't know what's your take mike on the whole olympic golf deal
1: yeah we, we were talking about that last. you know it'd be a lot more exciting if there was some sort of team event with golf with the olympics i mean it was fun and the player that's playing the best won Right. So for the ladies this week, Nellie quarter won the gold medal. Uh then uh Mami from Japan won the silver and Lydia Co. took the bronze. But was it super exciting? I don't think so, Jordan. I have to be honest. It wasn't like, yay, yay, yay.
0: Oh. I know there are some good scores and and you know there were some pretty low rounds there by the girls at the end, but uh I don't know. Played the, same, played the same course. I don't know if this needs to be more of a, a Stableford deal. I don't know if you combine the girls and the guys and do kind of like a, a team thing. I don't know if that's it might be a little too hokey for me. Um, I don't know. I just think it needs to be a little different. It seems like it's a it's a long way to go. Uh, I know Olympics is, is huge. I'm talking a long way to go, meaning four rounds just like a tour event. Uh, I don't know. I think it should just be a little bit different. I don't know if Stableford's the right way, but uh, who knows? Maybe maybe it'll change in a few years. There were some different sports out there, though. I mean, that speed wall climbing and Uh and the three-on-three basketball stuff. Uh, Interesting, interesting things.
1: Did you guys see the Olympic speed walking?
0: I heard about it, and I heard they did like a – Crazy mile number, too.
1: It, it looked like a bunch of people who really had to, like, use the bathroom all in a group. It was, weird. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen on TV.
0: I heard it's gone the next Olympics, though. So. Oh, no, that'll
1: tank the ratings.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we'll Maybe to we how, need to how those ratings go.
1: <laughs> make the uh, entire tournament a match play event based upon their world ranking.
0: For sure. Well, hey, we'll be right back. Uh, This is Spin on Golf. We're going to go to our first break. we got more golf coming up. I'm Jordan Young with Mike Fay. we got Mike Parsons back in the booth. We'll be right back right after this break. Well, welcome back. This is Jordan Young here on Spin on Golf, WJR 760. Uh, Join with Mike Fay, BC on the road at uh, the USM at Oakmont in Pittsburgh. He'll be joining us at the bottom of the hour. We'll be talking a little bit about uh, what's going on there. Have not been there, Mike. Uh, but it's—I mean, Pittsburgh is cool. Uh, I know the course is right on the banks of the, of the river there. BC was sending some great pictures, and you know it looks like it's going to be a spectacular week there for for the boys. Um, I want to get back to uh, the Olympics, and you had a good suggestion at the break, Mike. Match play for Olympics. Why do you think match play? is better than stroke play.
1: because Anybody can win. It makes it more exciting, right? Um, any company, anybody can beat anybody in match play, you know, and maybe we figure out seeding them based on a qualifying couple rounds or based upon their world ranking or something like that. And then it kind of makes it feel like country against country instead of individual against individual. Maybe, I don't know, but, uh, might be more fun, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, they used to have the Dunhill Cup. I don't believe it's still going, but there was a two-person team. You know, they represented their countries and they played. I mm-hmm. like the match play idea with a little bit of twist somehow, and and I like your playing idea where it's kind of like the 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 men's amateur, right? The men's amateur seems to work. You play thirty-six holes, you go from there. You have an individual champion uh, for mm-hmm. the stroke play. And then you go on and, and go from there. But but there's really no clout, I guess, in the stroke play. It's major major seating, uh, one through sixty four, and then have at it. And if you're out, you're out, just like anybody else is out at the Olympics. So uh, it might make for a little short shorter week for some, but uh, but I think it might make for better theater in the end for golf at the Olympics. Just my opinion.
1: Yes, Frank says uh, match play. Gives it more of a Ryder Cup feel, and I think you're right, Frank. Yeah, for sure. On us with Streamyard, yeah, for sure.
0: Um, we have a bunch of other things going on. You know, all the clubs around the area, the private clubs, have their uh, their invitationals. I have not gotten the update from some good friends yet. Uh, you know, Doctor Rick Nichol and uh, Luke Lafave, who is playing certainly in different flights, of course. But oh. Update just in our champions from the Groziel invite Nick Geftis and Ben Balin. So, congratulations to those guys. I know all across the states uh, or the state of Michigan, a bunch of clubs have been playing their invites the past two or three weeks. And, Mike, it was a steamer today after two o'clock. I know early, I was out early teaching. It wasn't bad until noon, but boy, when that sun kicked through, it. The the temperature went up big time, big time.
1: Yes, and the wind started to blow a whole bunch more. Here, getting to, I think it was about ninety degrees before I left the range there at Walnut Creek today. Got really hot, so I'm hoping that everybody drinks lots of water.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, so congrats to Nick Geftis and Ben Vale and it winning at uh, at Grozio. Always a cool place and a great invitation. One of the oldest around. In the state, um, I came across some stuff, and I always do each week, and I try to screenshot a few things um, regarding instruction, Mike. But uh, what I noticed this week, strokes gained, and there was a great mm-hmm. point that came up about strokes gained putting within 10 feet, uh, you know, four to eight feet or four to 10 feet range versus iron striking. And I don't know if you caught that uh online, but I don't think people realize that for the most part, a lot of people don't hit greens from 150 mm-hmm. or 160 or 170 yards. But if you line 10 people up and putt from five feet, the people that make the five footer are going to gain way more strokes on the other nine people or five people or four people than, uh, than you would for hitting the green in regulation. Anything that you want to add to that and the importance of yeah. uh, making those shorter putts?
1: Yes, being a putting game and practicing, Jordan, for sure. I mean, you don't see many people practicing putting, right? But you see people wailing away on the range. And, uh, and that's where you make your hay is on the putting green. And if you can putt better, uh, the strokes game show it. And I don't think it matters what handicap level, right, Jordan? I mean, it didn't matter.
0: No, and I was telling my guys this morning on the range, I mean, everybody, well, what do you feel you've you've improved most on in the last six to eight months? And what do you feel you need most work on? And, you know, a lot of people said, well, hey, my driver needs work still or my ball striking. And so I kind of turned the table on him a little bit and said, hey, listen, you know, do you really understand the, the performance value, the PV of making a four, six or eight foot putt versus hitting a drive in the fairway or hitting your iron on the green from 150 yards. Now I had a two handicap. I had a 12 and I had a 18 and I had a 25. And really I kind of use them as, as pawn saying, well, look, he, the two is going to hit the green way more, but now if he misses the green, you guys are all kind of in the same boat at getting up and down. And then what if, what if you can make the four to six foot putt? You're gaining strokes on him because he's supposed to do it. You're not supposed to do it. I don't think people that's realize right. that. And, and, you know, golf is tough. You're hitting a little white ball with a metal stick. And you're trying to hit it on a green. that's not usually that big, 150 yards away. I think you need to start learning where you can shoot lower scores and how you can really gain the most performance out of your game if you, if you stretch it a little bit.
1: That's right. And those higher handicap players have to get those balls into four to six foot range to get to that point. Right. So That's chipping good. and pitching and bunker play and all those things are so, so important uh, to everyone. But uh, if you increase that, get that better then that,
0: that makes it way better for everyone. For sure. Um, changing topics again here a little bit because we're going to jump around, not like we normally do, but we're getting into the later stages of the season and mm-hmm. I know Mike, you teach using a simulator with Trackman uh, mm-hmm. in the winter time. And you know, I use a foresight quad and all kinds of in indoor type stuff. I just wanted to let everybody know that, that the, uh, the indoor game or the simulator world has changed dramatically. And if you're in the, in the, you know in the know or you want to know something about simulators please reach out to us uh, ace indoor golf is a partner uh they're a good friend and and i obviously am a michigan rep with them but we can provide some options for you whether it's at your home business work uh country club wherever it's going to be to provide some great training options and it doesn't have to be 50 60 or 80 thousand dollar program uh it can be a lot smaller as well but we're seeing so much more of that, uh, especially over COVID in the last two years. You really need to be thinking ahead. So if you are thinking of doing something for this off season, indoors, in the winter time, you're probably in the next two to three weeks in the right time frame. Don't wait until uh, October, November, December. It's going to be too late. Uh, Backlogs take forever. Sky tracks were backed up eight weeks, ten weeks last year and people weren't able to get them. Um, if you need any products like those, please get in touch with me uh, anyway way you can, online, socially, jordan at jordanyounggolf.com. I don't know if you want to add anything to that, Mike, but we know putting and all these different areas are so important, chipping as well.
1: Absolutely. No, the uh, simulator game exploded last year, right, Jordan? It was amazing uh, being able to play golf at your house and uh, – I've seen some players get better a lot better because they got a golf club in their hand more throughout the year right Absolutely. i mean it's Absolutely. important and uh, i think that's really helped people and and that's why you know we've out of the explosion of golf here and more people playing and getting out there fresh air and all these great things that uh you know covid has brought to the game of golf to be honest so, well
0: I, I see a lot of you right jordan food. you got playing ahead i think a lot of students too are using this this type of training situation in their home even in the summer season and they're reaching out to us for Mm -hmm. uh maybe a quick 15 minute zoom uh, interaction check this out we can see their numbers and and help them out with with a live lesson that's very popular as well so i think that the combination of not just swinging a golf club but reaching out to the golf professional Uh, I know you and I have done a lot of this in the past, Mm -hmm. but maybe there'll be more golf professionals out there that will have the capabilities to do this. And I think that this is kind of the new wave of, of us branching out to our students and and providing them opportunities to, to hit us up, you know, between the hours of nine and midnight, of course. Right. (laughs) That's right.
1: No, I'll tell you what though, like you think about this summer, how much rain we've had in the Metro Detroit area. There's a lot of time for playing golf inside this summer so it's a year-round thing
0: for sure so like i said check check us out ace indoor golf or you can reach me at jordan at jordanyounggolf.com if you have any questions whether it's you know a new screen flooring uh indoor sim situation whatever you need uh training it we can, we can put that together for you i think uh i think we'll leave it at that for now we've got uh brian coming up here pretty soon brian cairns our other co host from the USM, at Oakmont in Pittsburgh. He'll have some special guests with him. Uh, they are out playing today. So we'll be right back. This is Jordan Young, joined by Mike Fay, Spin on Golf here on WJR. Well, welcome back. and so glad you can join us on this Sunday night. Sean Belisian on vacation, heading back home from up north. Uh, once again, congratulations to our gold medalists, Nelly Corda and Xander Shafley. Uh, Olympic gold, pretty special. And uh, it was interesting that, that Shoffley used the gold medal as his uh, badge pass to get into the event this week. I thought that was pretty funny. He didn't have his credentials. He's like, yeah, I I got the gold. Is that good enough?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome.
0: It was pretty cool. Uh, Hopefully we got BC on the line. Brian Cairns is at the USM. He is at Oakmont uh, out in Pittsburgh with some special guests. I know James Pyatt, Jimmy Dales, Grant Hefner, they're all out there playing, all Michigan uh, players. If you don't know those names, you've been under a rock for a while. But uh, we're glad to have BC with us. BC has a very special hat on. I think he's got a, uh, a new sponsor, maybe. He's got a very special POW hat. Uh, and it's it's not that kind of POW, but it's the Punk of the Week hat. I think they're having a little bit of audio issues. I brian's body here we'll get with him shortly he's uh seems to be still finishing his burger but i've never been out to oakmont i I know that it's it's a special place uh mike you mentioned arnie and and all the history there and the church pews and some of the views Uh that that bc uh or some of the pictures that bc sent with with some of the views i don't know if mike you can get those those up on uh on the showcast here but uh Mike, tell me a little bit about what you know about Oakmont.
1: It's an absolutely beautiful place. The history is amazing. Uh, if you guys are watching on StreamYard, you'll see some pictures that BC has sent us right now. Um, it, it's Arnie's place. Uh, he has won there. Um, you know, the history, the greens, very, very difficult greens, right, Jordan? I mean, to pot on. And it's going to be fun to watch this week.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you can see the photo here with Brian and Jimmy and James and Grant. And, uh, I know they just got off the course at about seven fifteen or so, and they're trying to grab something to eat and hop on, but, uh, special place, lots of great players playing. Uh, they'll play tomorrow and they'll, they'll get through, uh, the rounds and, and then hopefully move into, into match play. That's, that's the goal is to get into match play. And then, uh, start knocking people off from there
1: yes it uh it's a cool tournament we were talking about that maybe the Olympics needs to go that way and play and qualify and get in the and and get after it because this golf tournament the USAM, and both women's and men's is a pretty special event and it's a golf marathon pretty much right
0: oh yeah a lot I mean, of golf yeah especially if it's going to be 90 plus degrees and I think it will be this week. And, you know, James has has had a really busy schedule. You know, he's he's played the gauntlet here the last month or two. Uh, He just won uh, this past Monday at Franklin Hills. He won the GAM, and I I don't know how many times he's won that. I know it's at least two. It might be three. Um, And the other boys, I know Jimmy Dales was playing as well, but uh, James seems to be playing well, and uh, hopefully he can uh, punch his way into – a little further than maybe the Sweet 16, which he saw in the, in the Western Am uh, a few weeks back.
1: Yes, I think uh, these guys are playing absolutely fantastic. And it's going to be fun to see what they can do uh, against the country's best. I'm excited to see it. Uh, they've been playing good for a long time. We've been seeing their name, Like you said, On if, if you don't know their names, you've been living under a rock. <laughs> these guys are our best players here. It's good stuff
0: yeah now what do you think what do you think about the women's uh am just ending yesterday and then now Mm -hmm. the men's is starting tomorrow that's not usually the way it goes is it I, i could be wrong there but again i'm not the history buff on on all these events
1: yeah i don't know exactly when when the dates are always like that but it's pretty exciting to have these back to back you know um getting going a couple of rounds here and then keep going throughout the entire, this next week, it's going to be fun to be watching it. I know later on the week, they'll be having it on Peacock and on the golf channel for us Mm -hmm. to watch for the USA. You know, it's always cool too, to see
0: the caddies out there and, you know, Mm -hmm. you get the college bags or the different bags Mm -hmm. and some are the young kids and some are older. It just, just depends. I mean, we were talking about this young lad from, uh, I mean, he was playing. Uh, what was his name? Fifteen-year-old um, European Tour uh, debutant Frank Kennedy makes his makes the cut at the Hero or the Hero Open, 2021. Fifteen years old. Uh, I think he shot one over for two rounds and made the cut. I didn't see. Um, I know he made a birdie on his final putt, uh, but uh, pretty impressive. I mean, some of these swings that you can see. Mike, I don't Parsons. I don't know if you can pull it up, but but see if you can pull up Frank Kennedy, Kennedy's swing. Uh, it is pretty pretty saucy looking. Uh, looks like kind of a, a mini Tommy Fleetwood, but uh, I'm sure that'll be a name. We'll, we'll we'll see a little bit more, and and maybe we'll see him here overseas pretty soon.
1: You never know. <laughs> the kids are younger, hitting it farther, right? It's amazing.
0: For sure, absolutely amazing. Uh, we also wanted to congratulate uh, Brian, and I know he's again. He's he's probably eating. He's always eating during the show, but uh,
1: nope, looks like he's ready.
0: Oh, he is ready. Here he is, Mr. Brian Cairns. Hello, guys.
2: Am I upside down? Yes. Yeah, oh, just yeah. put those
0: sideways a little bit. There you go. There you go. I good now? Uh, now you're the other way. Yeah. So well, we can hear you. We can hear you. We don't need to see you. We just need to hear you. Go okay, ahead. Go ahead, Mike.
1: Jordan, we are in the midst of greatness once again. BC has done it again, ladies and gentlemen. What? He has won the Michigan Senior PGA oh, uh, Championship. Fine. Very exciting for oh. you, my friend. Wait, I thought and, you were just going to say yeah. he was
0: able to join the show this week. That's oh, I'm he, sorry. That, I'm that sorry. seems to be the greatness if he can connect. And I'm
1: not eating. <laughs> and he's not eating you're right usually when he joins he's eating you're right so bc1 uh and also jordan coming in fourth my friend so both of you guys heading to the national championship down in florida in october pretty cool stuff here for the spin on golf
2: yeah it was a good uh, good week it was a, the course was a good fit for me cuz you had to hit it really straight which i didn't but the wedge worked this week mike and made a lot of 5 6 footers uh, the squeak went out Literally squeak went out Jordan saw me at the end there It was kind of fragile on the last screen But uh, kind of fragile.
0: Fragile Fragile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was fragile I don't think you were fragile But I know two guys sitting behind you That aren't very fragile We've got special guests James Pyatt and Jimmy Dales Congrats guys on uh, Being at Oakmont Tell us a little bit about the experience so far in the course yeah,
3: all right. I'll be going, Jordan. Uh, thanks for having us on the show, but uh, it's, it's been a phenomenal experience so far. Uh, Oakmont's probably, I mean, the hardest, I mean, top three, at least, courses I've ever played in my life. It's uh, It just keeps coming at you, and uh, we've had BC out here with us this weekend, uh, three of his students ready, so it's it's been a fun week. You know, he's uh, doing a great job teaching us and keeping things loose at the same time, so it's uh, it's been fun cool jimmy how about for you is this is your first
0: is it
2: yeah it's my first time out of the usm i you know a bunch of my buddies qualified so i figured i might as well join them this year and you know oakmont you just kind of walk on the property walk in the clubhouse and you just feel it there you know it's just the
1: whole experience is just something else
0: i know personally whenever i went to a big event like that when i was younger and the course was amazing it just it just kind of made you hit the ball better or play better. I know that course is super demanding. Are you guys getting that feel or do you just, you know, pretty much pure it all the time? Of
2: course they do.
3: Yeah, 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 I wish. But, uh, no, this place, uh, even good shots don't always get rewarded out here. I mean, the fairways, uh, I would say if you drive the ball good, like you still can get penalized out here. You got to drive the ball great. I mean, it's some of the the tightest fairways I've seen. They look like – Pretty much trying to hit it down a cart path, but um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a great spot, though. You can get it going if you're really striking it well, but there's uh, there's not one point in the course where you can just ease up and uh, rest. It's just uh, stay in the moment and keep playing.
0: And, and how are you guys doing with your stamina? You guys have been playing a lot lately. Last week, you know, James GM champion, congratulations. The week before was Sweet 16, I believe, at the Western Am. You guys have been in the gauntlet here. How, how's your stamina?
3: Uh, it's, it's awesome. I mean, you don't really think too much when you're out here playing an event like this, you know, it's, uh, pretty much I can be running on nothing right now and I'm still just loving every second of it. So it's one of those things you just propelled to make it to the end of the week and, uh, in that final match. So you don't really think about, you know, uh, fatigue or anything like that. You just want to keep going. Cool. Jimmy,
0: uh, tell us, tell the listeners a little bit how this whole week works and, and how tomorrow and then the, how the rest of the week kind of transpires.
2: Well tomorrow James and I will both be teeing off early morning at Oakmont for beginning of qualifying. And then we'll have eighteen more Longview Golf Club on Tuesday. And then uh hopefully by the end of that we'll both be inside the top sixty-four and goes to match for Wednesday. And that just keeps going as good as you play. Good. And how many
0: total participants? So just so everybody knows?
2: It's uh three hundred and twelve total in that okay, ballpark. So
0: top sixty-four move on of the three twelve and To get there was very special. So congratulations to you guys for being there. Certainly good luck. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully the burgers were good, and hopefully BC picked up the tab for you guys. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. Be good. Be safe. Good luck, boys. Thank you so much. All right,
2: Thank you. Appreciate
0: it. Well, thanks so much for joining us tonight on this special Sunday night of Spin on Golf on WJR 760 Radio. We have three of the foursome here. Brian Cairns is sticking with us for the last segment. Uh, We're just going to roughly go over the Barracuda that is still going on right now. Uh, I believe Andrew Putnam is is leading or tied for the lead with Van Royen at 44 points. Again, this is a Stableford event. Uh, They have eight, seven, eight, nine holes to go. BC, talk a little bit about the importance of this event and next week as we head into the uh, the FedEx.
2: Well, you're looking at guys like, I know Brian Stewart missed a cut this week at the Barracuda, but he's probably gonna be, end up being like 95th. Um, and you'd like to be somewhere in the, at worst mid eighties going into the next week and the week beyond obviously, to be able to keep playing. But this is um, kind of for some of the guys that are, you know, in the 100s to 125 to 130. And they're thinking, uh, I don't want to go back and play corn fairy events anymore or get limited status. So, it's a pretty important 14 days for these guys.
0: So, a little bit of stress. So, those are the guys to kind of watch the next 10, 12 days going forward. Some pretty interesting names around 123 to 129. You know, Adam Scott, 123, Nate Lashley, and Ricky Fowler, 125.
2: I think Lashley's good
0: uh, another year, isn't he? He's got two years. Yeah. And then you have twenty six as Patrick Rogers, Camila mm-hmm. Viegas, and mm-hmm. Hadley at one twenty eight, and uh, Percy at one twenty nine. Charles Howell one thirty. You know Tommy Fleetwood, Justin Rose, Molinari all outside the one twenty five. But obviously different different lists that they're on for for majors. But uh, yeah, pretty pretty important week this week out there. And, uh, you know, you mentioned Ryan Bram, Michigan uh, player is, I think what did we say he was in around 22nd place. Um, you know, hopefully he's in next week and he can he can have a good week and, and move up. Brian Stewart, Brian, you said was, uh, was he 89th? He was 89th,
2: 89th. going into this week, right? He'll fall, but hopefully not too far.
0: Yeah, but he should be in the top 100 still. Yeah, I mean, uh, he likes the the tournament next week. He always plays well in Greensboro, so he should be okay. So keep your eye on the Barracuda, which is still going on right now. And then, you know, let's talk a little FedEx, and let's talk a little bit about uh, maybe Oakmont too. Maybe we'll start with Oakmont. Brian, what are you seeing on the course? Uh, How is this any different than maybe a PGA Championship at the major level or a U.S. Senior Open?
2: Well, i tell you what, Oakmont is (laughs) wow. That's all I got to say is wow. Like from the first tee shot to the second shot to 18, it is a gut punch. Every single hole is really demanding off the tee. I mean, it is extremely narrow. Like James said, um, if you hit it in the fairway bunkers, you're chipping out. You are not hitting them on the greens from the fairway bunkers, or if you hit them wide of it, it's brutal. And the sister course, which we walked around today, I walked around with the guys today, is on the side of a hill. I sent you a couple pictures. And it looks over the Allegheny River, and it is, like, bizarre. I've never seen a golf course built on the side of a hill like this where every fairway is at a 35-degree tilt, and then the greens are tilted up, you know, back to front, every single one of them. So the greens this week, Oakmont, obviously, they're 14. Uh, Longview, they're, like, 13 but they're really heavily tilted, and it's the guy that's going to be able to manage his ball on the greens and so getting the ball on the greens and getting to a point where you can putt the ball to a hole and, you know, not three-putt because they are – I tell you what, I've, I've played in like Jordan I've, – I've played in those majors, you know, and I've never seen greens like I have at Oakmont this week. It is it is really, really going to be a tough test for
0: these guys. That's all i got to say. Mike, have you got anything for uh, BC? Yeah,
1: How's the rough BC?
0: It's said, down, it's down, it's down.
2: it's down, long views up, um, long views, kind of softer. It's in the woods ish type, a lot of cliffs, a lot of, a lot of unbelievable views. But, um, uh, yeah, Oakmont was kind of surprised and, and they said they watered a golf course to get some us to where the USGA wants it and it's playable. But um, I think as the week goes on, it's going to be like 90, 95 tomorrow. Um, you're going to see some guys out there syringing because it's, it's going to bake pretty fast.
1: Mm-hmm. And those greens are just going to cook, right? I mean. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I just I I, Wow. I mean, <laughs> I played there a long time ago, but it's just like, wow,
0: what a golf course. It is a really
2: awesome, awesome place.
0: Well, we're hoping the best for our boys out there, and and I don't know how long you're staying out there, BC, but uh, but good luck to you if you're yeah, if I'm gonna you're, if you're watching and all that. I'm gonna head
2: back in the morning. I mean, it's their week, you know. I don't need to be here. They're ready. They're confident. Yeah. Um, I'm proud of them. They've done a really good job getting here, and uh,
0: it's on them. This is all about them. That's good. What uh, have you? Has there been any sighting of the punk of the week this week? I know <laughs> your hat is yeah. proudly displaying a black hat with beautiful, bright—I don't know if it's <laughs> pink, red, or orange—writing, but man, it stands out like your shirt. Uh, <laughs> t- tell me who your punk of the week is.
2: I have an unpunk of the week, an <laughs> un-punk. absolute unpunk of the week. Okay. I would say the USGA this week. Uh, to make the golf course playable. Both golf courses really playable. Moe Ruff is down. Fairways are soft. Greens are softish. So they're going to let the guys play and shoot some decent scores this week here. Unpunk of the week.
0: Unpunk of the week. Wow. Very timid. (laughs) Very timid for BC this week. He must be getting soft in his old age. (laughs) He he must not have watched the back nine where uh, was slow played it and caused some trouble today. (laughs) (laughs) as he got a warning oh boy Uh,
2: can't wait for
1: next week
0: (laughs) for sure can't wait for next week as well bc Uh, we'll see you soon thanks for joining us thanks thanks for everybody for being on we hope you enjoy the rest of your sunday night have a great week we'll see you next week for mike faye brian cairns i'm jordan young this is spin on golf we'll see you next time wjr